welcome back. I'm your host, Lindsay Berry, coming to you from the highway, somewhere between Cochrane and Innisfail, Alberta. And I'm so excited to share with you a little bit of what's happening in my life right now, some of the new aha moments that I've had um, on this journey of serving fempreneurs, of helping them feel supported and not crazy on this bumpy road we call fempreneurship and also on my book marketing journey. Um, one of the things that I find so exciting about writing a book for a specific group of people is the new connections that I've been making. Um, just, you know, putting your stake in the ground saying, hey, I'm here and this is who I am and this is what I stand for and this is why I feel, I feel called to write a book and why I am writing a book, that is, actually what marketing is by definition it's building relationships with the right people so if you don't have something time sensitive in your business whether it be an event or you know some sort of a new launch happening that you can talk about with conviction and authority and excitement you need to get something like that cooked up <laughs> and the book that I am well, I guess I basically finished writing it. It's, it's, it's on Amazon right now, but it's not fully completed. I'll tell you all the nitty gritty steps involved in self-publishing a book on Amazon later on in the episode. But for now, I will tell you that the book that I've written for you and I'm just putting the finishing touches on now is going to help you over a 90 day period build and launch something because ultimately as servants, we have to create things for our people. And we don't wanna just be doing the same thing over and over again. Now, that said, we don't wanna recreate the wheel. So that's part of why we get feedback, why we learn from what we're doing to serve our audience. We find out what we're doing really well because we don't wanna change that stuff. We might want to enhance it a little bit, improve it a little bit, but we don't wanna be recreating the wheel over and over again. And that's a big part of what I've created in this book. So there's actually a workbook version of the We Should Be Friends book. So there's the book book, a nice little novel size book for like a pocketbook paperback. And then there's a full workbook, planner, whatever you want to call it, it's actually called the Fempreneur Leadership and Marketing Planner. And that book is going to be available on Amazon as well. And it's officially launching on October 1st, the same day as the book launch party, which is happening in Calgary. So October 1st, 2021, um, if you bought the book on pre-sale or you buy the book on pre-sale, you will get not only a signed copy of the book as soon as the first batch of printed books comes out, you'll also get a ticket to that launch party. So there will be um, a really cool series of events, speakers, um, music, dancing, prizes, food, uh, all that is going to be yours as a free gift to thank you for pre-ordering the book. So you can learn all about that at yycfemprinters.com. Now, a big part of what I want to share with you today to help you with your marketing right now is really just drilling drilling home this concept of what marketing actually is. So in my book, I've, I've separated it into two sections. So the first section of the book is the concepts. It's really those, those emotional reasons why we are serving a group of people. And it's really connecting with them on an emotional level. It's really connecting with that inner desire, that servant heart, and making sure that we really know how to get in touch with that whenever we need to. Because there's gonna be moments when this little voice in our head tells us that we suck, 
It tells us that we're doing stuff wrong. It tells us that we're not reaching enough people. It tells us that we're not good enough. It tells us all these negative things that we have no proof whether they're true or not, but we're going to slip up accidentally sometimes because we all do, we're all human, and we're gonna believe her. In marketing school, we call her the little bitch on your shoulder, and she's basically just all the negative stuff and on repeat, just just spewing it out. So we're gonna have moments when she kind of wins, just momentarily. She's kind of, you know, making you feel like she's winning and she's beating you down a little bit. And you're gonna need to be really clear on that desire to serve. You're gonna be really, you're gonna need to be really clear on the positive impact that you can make in people's lives if you keep going, if you keep pushing through the hard moments. If you tell that little bitch on your shoulder to beat it, flick her off, maybe use a blowtorch. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Send her away. Uh, unfortunately, she won't be gone forever, but you'll have gotten rid of her for a while so that you can keep moving forward. So that's the first section of the book. It's a lot of stories too. Um, I've pulled some stories from my life uh, because they just all of a sudden really made sense to me. I really looked back on my life as I was writing this book, which is why writing a book is one of the many reasons why writing a book is such a powerful experience, not just for the readers, but for you as the writer to look back on your life and be like, why do I believe this to be true? What proof do I have from my life to say that, you know, I know how to gather like-minded women together and I know the challenges involved in it and I know how to cut some of the corners and I know how to talk myself out of the slumps because I've done it. And so pulling those stories out of the vault for you and sharing them with you in that first section of the book was really, really fun and exciting and I'm so pumped for you to read all those stories. So the second section of the book or part two of the book, which is actually a larger portion of the book, that is what I'm calling the seven essential steps to building your community of women. So that is where you're gonna learn the actual step-by-step -step, and this is where that 90-day planner comes in. So there's actually a separate book uh, like a larger sort of eight and a half by 11 size book that is a 90 day planner that's gonna help you execute those seven steps. And it's got, um, it's got enough pages and enough kind of room in it for you to use it over and over again. So once you've used it once, you can actually go back through and you can use those sections again in the book. And you can look back on the last time you did something and you can sometimes remember steps that you might've otherwise forgotten. And you can remember what you did really well because by the time you go back through it a second time with another launch, you're gonna have feedback from your people. So you're gonna look at all those things you did in the planner and you're gonna say, oh, I remember when so-and-so said that that was a really great addition to the event or that they noticed that post in social media and it made them register or what have you. So when you go back through and repeat your steps again for launch number two on the next 90-day section of your life, um, you will just have so much more meat to um, to build it with. So the second portion of the book has these seven essential steps in it. The third essential step is what I call starting the fire. Now, a lot of people call this the launch, but really the seven steps together, in my opinion, are the launch. So the starting the fire part of the launch is where you actually put together the flames, the match, and the dry kindling and the newspaper and you actually see a little fire start and you actually have the opportunity to nurture this fire and grow it and grow it and grow it and turn into a big blaze. Now I know we're dealing with forest fires around right now so maybe that that analogy isn't um, 
you know, super happy for you, but I want you to think about fire as being what it was for, you know, our ancestors, however many thousands of years ago, they needed it to survive. It was a game changer for civilization because they were able to stay warm. They were able to cook food. They were able to do all sorts of things that they couldn't do before. Fire in your business is essential. If you don't have a fire, if you don't have that bright, pretty orange sparkly warmth you don't have a business you don't have a community that women want to step into and stay in so you have to create this fire and not only create a fire you got to make sure it doesn't blow out you got to make sure you don't run out of the fuel for the fire which is more dry wood so this chapter is all about that I kind of forget what I was going to say now about that hold on I'm going to think right here I'm in a red light oh no light screen um what was I going to say about that? Hold on. I'm actually going to pause this for a second while I gather my thoughts because I had a really important point and I went off on a bit of a tangent here. One moment. All right. Just letting the doggy get a little fresh air there. Roll up the windows. Get myself get a little fresh air there too. So I was talking about, I remember what I was talking about. I was talking about what marketing actually is. And in the book, in the start the fire chapter, I talk about something that I realized after many years of doing a lot of work and I'm air quoting the word work here doing a lot of work that didn't necessarily result in what we call marketing which is building relationships with the right people and how do you do that through meaningful conversations So if I'm not actively having meaningful conversations with more and more of the right people, then my marketing sucks. My marketing sucks if I'm not, you know, if I'm not having more and more conversations with the right people. So starting the fire means actually doing the right things that result in that. So what isn't starting the fire? Well, Starting the fire is not building an image on Canva and posting it on Instagram with the right hashtags. Unless I go into my insights on that post and I see that I got a few new followers from that post and I know who those new followers are and then I actually reached out to them and I said, hey, thanks for following. I'm really curious to know what you're looking for out of the YYC Fempreneurs. Um, I wanna make sure the content you see here is helpful for you. Tell me a bit about your business. And how long you've been in business. Like if I don't, if that post that I built on Canva, that little bit of time that I invested in building a post on Canva, if that post, once it's on Instagram, floating around in the world of Instagram with great hashtags, a great caption, whatever, if that post doesn't result in some new followers, which I've turned around and engaged in conversation with, that is not marketing. That is what I call preparation. So we've got two things happening behind the scenes with what we call work or what we call marketing. We have preparation and then we have taking action. And the taking action part of that is the only thing that actually counts as effective marketing. So trying to do marketing, trying to do marketing is like building things that we don't know if they're gonna be successful yet. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, but you don't get to call it effective marketing until it's opening real conversations, meaningful conversations with real humans, with the kind of people that you were born to serve, with that niche market that you're out there fishing for. 
because you have things and ideas to share with them that's going to improve their lives. If you're not getting a hold of more of them and reeling more of them in, then your marketing isn't effective and therefore it's not actually marketing because marketing has to result in those meaningful conversations. Okay, I think I've I think I've beat that one to death. I want to make sure you understand that, okay? So one of the things that's extremely terrifying for most fempreneurs, which is why Fempreneur Marketing School is the best marketing marketing school experience for women, is a lot of women are terrified of other women. And this is why it took me years to finally start a marketing school and community for women, because I was terrified of other women. I wasn't even 100% sure I wanted a bunch of women entrepreneurs in my life. I just felt so sure that I could help them that I was willing to open myself up to a little bit of pain and maybe a little bit of cattiness and maybe some backstabbing all the things that I associated with groups of women from you know high school drama and hairstylist drama when I spent a little bit of time working in a salon I I was willing finally brave enough and and this came from uh, you know a long story that I'll share in the book but it it basically I needed serious therapy to get (laughs) to get over that fear but I basically just accepted it and thought you know what I'm going to do what I feel called to do whether or not it's going to work I don't know um I wasn't doing it necessarily because I felt like I was going to get a bunch of awesome girlfriends out of it I did it because I really just wanted to help a bunch of women succeed and I hoped that by sharing my stuff with them sharing the things that work with them you know, investing in their lives, showing them I cared. I hope that they would turn around and, you know, reciprocate that with, you know, friendship and with a trustworthy, open relationship and with, you know, them sharing some of their best stuff with me. Like I hoped for that, but I didn't know what was going to happen. And so ultimately when you're going out on social media, trying to air quote market yourself, you need to be marketing yourself with the very clear goal of having meaningful conversations with the right people. And that's why I wrote a book about it because I figured it out and I wanted to put all of the best stuff into a book for you. And then of course that's, as I was writing the book, I was like, okay, there needs to be a planner here as well because, you know, reading about something and writing down some thoughts and some aha moments is great, but it's not enough. There needs to be more structure around putting this stuff into action because it's a lot. And it's not easy, but it's definitely easier when you have a blueprint that works. And of course, you have a resource, me, a live human being who is willing to have meaningful conversations with you to help you develop your leadership skills, to help you grow your community. So that is everything that I want to share with you today. Um, I want to make sure that you understand that whatever it is, um, and this is really important, so I'm going to leave you with this. Whatever it is that you're doing on social media, whatever it is that your business represents, that positive, meaningful change in people's lives, you need to be able to make that message interesting. It needs to be an emotional feeling for people. They don't necessarily even need to believe that you can make that positive change. But if you sound convicted and you have enough authority in the way you speak, and if you promise to do everything you can to help them achieve a specific measurable goal, 
you're going to get more of the right people who need you following you on Instagram and having those meaningful conversations with you, buying from you, showing up to the things you create, these events and what have you. And ultimately, you need to grow a community of women. And they're not a community if they're a group of followers. They're only a community once they know each other. So a group of people that all know you but don't know each other, that's not a community. That's not what I'm helping you build in this book. What I'm helping you build is a group of women specifically who love you, who like you, who know you, who have some sort of a degree of knowledge about you because you've done a great job of building relationships with them on social media. They've maybe had a little one-on-one chat with you either on a video call or in a DM in, in the messaging feature of Instagram. And now you're starting to introduce them to others like them who also follow you because you know that they have something in common. And so you're creating opportunities for them to connect. A community is a group of connected people. It's not a group of fans or followers. And that's what I'm so excited to share with you in this book called We Should Be Friends, which uh, officially launches August 23rd, which is my 39th birthday. Um, However, the super fun launch, which is going to be a live event in Calgary, is happening on October 1st. I would love to see you there. Please, please, please pre-order the book and grab your free ticket for that um, at yycfempreneurs.com. I hope you have a really great day. Thanks for listening and sharing this episode with others like you.